Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. <laughs> oh, welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? <laughs> David, I think we should fill the listeners in on the big news. Yeah. The new name of the show. (laughs) (laughs) It used to be called the Pensimo Podcast. What is it now? Now we call it Movies and Shit. Movies and Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Before we started, I said, you ready for Movies and Shit? (laughs) It has a nice ring to it. Yeah. I think a lot of people would tune in. Yeah. Yeah. Probably more than... (laughs) I'm going to check the interweb and see if moviesandshit.com is an available... Domain you, name. You need to. Yeah. And then at the year five, we have a big rebrand <laughs> to <laughs> movies and shit. <laughs> oh my God. Year five. Is that what we're talking about? Like, it's starting yeah. next year. It's yeah. year five, my man. And what number are we into now? We're well, I like, guess we're, we're in five, but it'll be five full years. No, but I'm saying, are we 226 episodes? 223. 223. Yeah. That's 223. Big, that's big time news. That is 223. So let's see. 224. So when we go live on July 29th oh gosh, at July 29th. Fresh Out of the Box, what's the thing complete called? That, complete Inbox. Complete. Fresh <laughs> Out of the Box. <laughs> mm, smells fresh. <laughs> out of the box. So close. <laughs> so close. Yeah. I'm like, get smart. <laughs> Missed it by that, that much. much. <laughs> um, so what's it called? Complete, complete in the Box. In, complete Inbox. Inbox. As if. What what is that? What is that? Okay, so it's a collector's term. Okay. So that when you someone goes and oh, I want to get this game, I want it complete in box, which means that it has the game and all the little papers and everything that came with it in the box. Okay. In the original box. Does it mean it's never been opened or just means that it's complete? Just means that it's complete. Okay. So complete in box means it has everything. Okay. So that's basically the store that has everything. I'm glad that we had this little talk. Yeah. So that when I get up there on the 29th, first of all, I'm going to take a road trip before. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. right. You don't yeah. want to show up there the first time. No, no. Um, but I'm glad we had this talk so that when I do get up there, I'm yeah. not like embarrassing myself. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice store. I think you'll, uh, I mean, I know it's not really your jam, but like as far no, it's as my like, jam. as like checking it out, like, yeah. I think you'll like it. I games. love games. Yeah. Kayla taught me a new game called, um, <laughs> Fresh out of the box. <laughs> I forget what it's called. It's called like Anxiety Attack or something like that. It's a card game. Okay. And it's one of those card games that like moves really fast. Everybody's oh. playing at the same time. And then when you, the object, you start with six hands of four cards mm. or six piles of four cards. And the object of the game is to match them all up in groups of four. And every time you match a group of four, you set it aside. And the first person to get rid of all their cards wins. And when you get rid of your pile, you have to shout anxiety attack. I have a card trick I have to show you. Because okay. you're the guy who always shows yeah. things. Yeah. I have a really easy card trick. I have, yeah. I have to do a card deck of cards. Yeah. So. Did I tell you about my neighbor's, my farmer neighbor? Farmer Joe? Yeah. 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 
He's been having issues with a lot of his animals on the farm and stuff. Apparently, a lot oh. of them are dealing with some, like, depression and stuff. Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so he recently walked into the stall. Yeah. And walked up to the horse and said, hey, why the long face? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going somewhere. <laughs> I was waiting for the, you probably read this in the paper. Right, you, <laughs> That's well, your, your normal. I couldn't use it because it was just my neighbor. I, the, the setup is the neighbor. Okay. You know, but maybe I should be like, my. did you see my neighbor was in the paper? Like that could be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last week. <laughs> All right. Movies? Good news to everyone. Great news. July 29th <laughs> at noon at Complete and Bucks. I'm so at excited. Noon, I am so excited. Show. But not just that. Mm. We're not going to miss any episodes between then and then. Yeah. This is a, this, we are officially in ramp up to the live show yeah. mode. This is going to be our biggest streak since the last time we took a break. Right. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> All right, on to movies. You ready for this? I am. This weekend, we had Indiana Jones Week 2. Right, obviously going to be the big number, obviously. Clearly the big like one. Like by a long shot. Oh, no competition, right? Right, right. <clears throat> Wrong. Who, what's going on? David, what have I been saying for years? And I used to say this like from time to time, and then when the pandemic came, it became my new, like almost like my motto. What I My new motto is, what I know for sure is that I know nothing, mm. right? I mean, that's the only thing we're sure of. Yeah. Is that we don't know anything. Like, you you know, find just Indiana Jones, the number two movie behind Insidious. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana, let yeah. me repeat in case you weren't listening. Right. Indiana Jones, one of the most yeah. anticipated movies of the year, right. one of the biggest franchises of all time, with one of the biggest actors in Hollywood. Of all time. Who, by the way, gets a shout out later from everyone's favorite sister. So we'll, that's, that's like a little Whoa. tease. It's a little tease. Okay. As they say in the business. Okay. Um, you don't want to miss that in listeners' notes. She sends us 10 other great names. Right. Other, I'm still stuck on the thing you said, and I came up with a joke of wipe twice feels nice is the thing you said. And that's all I can think about is the stupid joke. I'm not paying attention at all. I don't know what you're talking about. You were like, it's like I always say, and oh, I was going to oh. chime in with wipe nice feels nice, wipe twice feels nice. But you kept that to yourself. Yeah. See, I had a little joke on the inside. I, just, I could not. It's the only thing I could think about. And I'm like, I'm like, how can I work this back in? David. The answer is I can't. David, how many times have we told you stay with the group yeah. stay with so the group nice alleys you went down an alley all by yourself nothing good happens I lost by yourself right there was twists and turns <laughs> i got all turned around see when you're alone at the end of the alley <laughs> it's not nearly as good yeah you tie some string to me right it's like they said in vegas vacation take all the damn pictures you want stay with the damn group Exactly. It's exactly like exactly Vegas. Exactly like that. Wipe twice feels nice. Oh, my you know? God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Indiana Jones' Dial of Destiny was outperformed by Insidious. So what do we think? And I have my own opinion, but what do you think? Okay. Is, does, this, does this mean that Insidious did exceptionally well or Indiana Jones dropped exceptionally bad? 
I don't think Indiana Jones needed to drop to perform bad on its second week. I don't. I don't think it would have taken much to outperform it. Because, I mean, we'll probably get into this, but Indiana Jones flopped. Oh, I disagree. It's a finance. It's a huge financial loss. Because they needed to make three hundred, three hundred million dollars to make to break even, and they made something like was it fifty six or something. 80. 80? Yeah. The problem is this movie did not need to cost $300 million. Yes, yes. That's the, true. So the problem isn't the movie as much as the production costs were out of control, right? And which resulted in it becoming a flop, where $80 million should have been enough for this movie, and it ha- it was not. Right. So it's it, but at the same time, I think the press of it underperforming is not helping it perform any better. Right. At the same time. Well, I will say Indiana Jones was by far the number one picture at all three Penn Cinema locations. Really? Really. So people have been coming out? Yeah. I was here opening night. Mm. And I had my little group of, let's call them homies. (laughs) (laughs) As the kids would say. As the kids would say. Homies. (laughs) Homies. <laughs> and so I had my homies, and there was a total of two other people in the, in the audience. So there was there was a group of homies. Yeah. And then there was a group of non-homies. Clear homies. Right, obviously. Like you walk in and you go, oh. Yeah, what's up? Those are the bros. Yo, homes to Bel Air. Like yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. Okay. And then two other people. Not with you. Not, clearly not. Our homies. So they could be somebody. They, they could, could be somebody else's homies. Be, right. But, but not, they weren't mine. Not yours. Yeah. <laughs> Did you sit near them? They were behind us. Oh, perfect. I were know. they kicking you chair? Wait a minute. You can't kick chairs Not anymore. here. Well, they did. They, they stood up and they <laughs> scooted up and just kicked. Right. Kick, kick. <laughs> right. I was like, you guys are adults. What are you doing? <laughs> That's great. I think uh, this is uh, Insidious performed exceptionally well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so you think it did better? I think you think it's a bit of both. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's not one yeah, or the other. Exactly, it's, it's a bit of both. Probably. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So speaking of a bit of both, right? I'm torn on some news. Oh, you know we often talk about our favorite movies of all times. Indeed, and not just favorite movies of all times. So when you talk about like they're not it might not be your favorite movie of all time, but the movie you can watch over and over again. Mm-hmm. For me, one of the big ones, Tron Legacy. That soundtrack, my dude. Oh, so good. So good. But here's the thing. Mm. I give that movie a hard pass because of the soundtrack and just the colors and because I love it. They're making a new Tron movie. They came out with the title, Tron Ares. Not Tron Virgo? Not Tron Virgo. Not Tron Scorpio. No. What are you? Virgo. You're a Virgo? Yeah. There's a show called I'm a, I'm a Virgo yeah. that just came out. I yeah. didn't mean to watch. What is it, making fun of Virgos? No, it's just this guy who's 13 feet, feet, feet tall, and in it he's like, I'm a Virgo. I like to do, like, he's kind of sheltered. Is it but, a comedy? Yeah. Yeah. It's made by the same guy who made, um, what's the the movie where the people all turn into horses? I Am Legend? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> hey. No, um, I was th- thank you for calling or something like that. All right, whatever. Listen, David, what are you? 
Scorpio. Scorpio. I'm a, watch out, I'm going to sting. Oh, my watch God. Out. Yes, you do sting. I know. And I got yeah. claws for hands. Oh, I'm my basically God. basically a scorpion. I always wondered about those claws. <laughs> I never wanted to say anything. <laughs> I'm always clapping them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Having trouble picking things up. <laughs> You're like, here's a ball. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Marley will be interested to know that. That's why I had she, to follow up and ask. Was she big into a Huge. Huge astrologist. Here, here's my thing. Yeah. For Marley, Marley Bear. Right. Is her full name. Right. Right. For those that don't know. Yeah. Uh, First name Mar, last name Bear. Yeah, middle name Lee. Middle name Lee. Yeah. Right. You think we'd be catching, but she, <laughs> nah. you immediately were like, no. let's change this up. <laughs> no, I didn't change it up. She came out of the womb and she's like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let I'm me tell Marley you. Bear. Yeah. <laughs> Marley was born a full grown adult. I don't know if you know That's that about her. Poor Amy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's my challenge to Marley Bear. Yeah. Can you get a voice memo next week with our horoscopes? Oh, yes. I want to know what the Pencil Podcast hosts horos- horoscopes. Are. Yeah. Yeah. The goofier, the better, but mm. obviously completely true and unfallible. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's the downside of the Tron movie mm. Jared Leto's in it. <laughs> I thought the downside was going to be the title. No, the downside was I learned there was they were making it. Or the upside was they learned they were making it yeah. as a title, so it's more real. What does the title mean? I mean, it's not spelled like the sign, Yeah, which makes me think that it's referring to something else. Man, I don't even know. Yeah. And at this point, whatever. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay. we'll yep. just try and legacy until we saw it. Like, we didn't know it was. A, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I get you. That's cool. Yeah. So you don't like Jared Leto? I'm torn on Jared Leto. I think he can be great, but he's also sometimes too much. Yeah. Not that he's bad as much as he's just too much. I like when he does the Lido shuffle. Pardon? The song that was written after him. Oh. Yeah, the Lido shuffle. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, that was written after him. Lido. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. I don't know if you did you read that in the paper? Well, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't read that in the paper. One time we went to a beach. And it was on just once. It was right. The one time that we went to a beach, yeah, it was on. I think it was on an island called Lido Island. Either that or the name of the beach was Lido. And every time Amy said Lido, me and the girls would all three start singing the chorus to that song in a high, obnoxious, like in a car trip. Like, what kind of life are you living? You're like, let's go to the beach. Our only time to the beach. Not mainland. No. <laughs> Let's hop, hop over to a beach on an island. Right. No, I think it was one of those islands. It's like, you know, and I, it might not have been. I think it was an island. But anyway, it doesn't matter. You call it Long Island? I'm saying this wasn't like a glamorous tropical island. This uh, was like some shitty island in the Gulf Coast of Florida. Mm, that makes sense. And it might not even have been an island. It might have been, I think that like it might have been like a inlet or an outlet or yeah. something. But anyway, we kept tricking Amy into saying it. <laughs> We'd be all laughing and then I'd be going, no, seriously, wait, what? Shoot, what was the name of that beach? <laughs> and she'd be like, Lido. And we'd all scream. Ah! <laughs> it was great. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, road trips with me are great. Oh, that's so good. Okay, moving on here. I got a question for you. Talk to me. We got Oppenheimer and Barbie coming out. Oppenheimer... The Christopher, the big Christopher Nolan movie, right. starring Robert Downey Jr. No, 
And Cillian Murphy. Yeah. Is Robert Downey Jr. in it? You bet his butt. Yeah, he is. Wow. I know. Well, I didn't even know that. Interesting. We're going we're gonna to learn more about that film. Matt Damon's in it, though. I'm saying. They're both. It turns out you can have more than one actor in a no. movie. No, it's true. No, no, no one tell Wes Anderson. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, Oppenheimer. Yeah. And Barbie. And Barbie. out on the same day. Yep. Now there's this new fad that Greta Gerwig, not Greta from the movie Greta, calm down. Right, right. Your favorite movie of all right, time. Right. And uh, the star of Barbie, mm-hmm. which is Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> I got there. <laughs> They're doing this thing where they're promoting, and this is this started a fad with celebrities. They purchased tickets to Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Mission Impossible. Pre pre ordered their tickets right. and then took pictures holding their ticket in front of the movie poster. Like, oh, look, like we support this movie. Yeah. We bought tickets yeah. to go see it. How do you feel about this fad? Does it does this not feel like ridiculous to you? I don't understand. Like, what would the problem be? There's not a problem with it, as much as my problem with <laughs> right. it. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm asking. Right. I think it sounds cool. I think but that sounds like fun. they're buying these tickets, whatever theater they're at, it's probably not the theater. That, like, they're not going to go see this movie there. Well, see, that's the thing. Do you remember the time that so, if you want to convince me that the theater wasn't just like burp, 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 here's a ticket go stand in front of the like the thing <laughs> you know and that's how for those who don't know behind the scene right. each ticket there's someone burp, 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 burp. <laughs> I was just gonna say you you, you literally reenacted our training video <laughs> yeah. when new hires start we make them watch a 45 minute training video on how to go burp, 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 burp. <laughs> you gotta get the beeps and boops right right because right. if you get the beeps and boops out of order. <laughs> Forget about it. Forget about it. No, it doesn't work. It's not going to happen. <laughs> not the boop, boop, beep. It's the beep, beep, boop. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. Everybody knows that. <sighs> uh, what are you telling me? <laughs> David, David. One of my favorite all-time ever movie-going experiences was when you... Yeah. Purchased tickets to see the Avengers oh, that's right. and invited me to come along as your guest. That's true. That's and we true. waited in line like suckers. Like suckers. <laughs> in my own IMAX theater. Mm-hmm. And then we went in and we sat right in there opening night and it was a thrill. Yeah. It was so fun. We had a blast as right. we always do. What makes you think that Greta Gerwig is not doing that same type of thing? Like here's the thing. If it's if it's bullshit then I'm with you and it's bullshit. Well, I don't here's the thing. But it could be that she's buying tickets. What I thought you were going with this which would be super cool was if they're buying tickets to Oppenheimer and then going watching it with the public. That's that's the thing that they're implying. If they're buying tickets to their own movie, that's a little bit less impressive. But if they're buying tickets to Mission Impossible or Oppenheimer, Asteroid City, and then they're going and watching it in a public movie theater, I think that's cool as shit. Yeah, that's that's the idea. Is that so? Other celebrities have started doing this. Now. Yeah, they're like, support. Don't just support the movie you're in. Right. Show that you're supporting the other movies. I think that's cool, but I th- feel like it becomes less and less believable that these celebrities are just like out and about. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You know the expression, real knows real? Yeah. Yeah. I think that real Hollywood actors, like classy, classy professionals would get in on this and like buy a ticket and go see the movie at a movie theater. Yeah. 
And then there are going to be some, I don't know what to write, some posers, you know, who are going to get in on the fad and post a ticket and then watch the show in private. Here's my thing. So Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie, of everyone that's been doing this, mm. those two are the ones that I believe the most, especially Greta yes. Gerwig, would yes. actually do it. Because I've seen some people interact with, like some videos of people interacting with her just mm. like randomly yep. in an elevator or whatever. And she seems dope as hell. Mm. Like, um, So I could totally see her doing that. Now here's the other thing mm. that they're pushing. Because we have another note here about uh, Barbie's set to surpass Oppenheimer, which I think we both kind of called. Yeah. Anyway, I th- as, as good as Oppenheimer looks, I think it's going to be the number three of the three mm-hmm. movies. Including Mission Impossible, I think I think Barbie has a shot at being the biggest movie of the year. You know, you're right because it's a comedy and it's more family. Like more people can go see it, yeah, and that's why it's more accessible. Um, but one of the things, and I, I don't remember where it started, but there's this big fad of people like they're pushing to double feature it. Yeah, see either see one of them and then immediately see like same day. See Oppenheimer, then go see Barbie. See Barbie, go see Oppenheimer. Marley. Marley asked me, Marley Bear, the aforementioned yeah. legend. Marley Bear. Right? Yeah. She asked me if I had my Barbieheimer plans ready. She said it oh. real quick in one word. And I said, what, I, what's a Barbieheimer? Yeah. That's what it is. All the people, all Marley's people are, and, and they have it planned out. They like, you go have a boozy brunch, mm-hmm. and then you go see Barbie, and then you go to like an afternoon lunch or snack or hors d'oeuvres or whatever, and you go see Oppenheimer. So now you, as the guy who plans out all, all the times, yeah, are you taking this into consideration? No. <gasps> and I'll tell you why. Hold your despair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, that's the wrong word. Despair? Uh, no, what's the word? Um, Disparity? Dis- no, like when you're like upset, your disdain. Mm. No, that's not quite the right word. I know it starts with a D-I-S, but anyway... The reason that I said that mm. is because Barbie is going to be playing approximately every five minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, there's going to be a thousand shows of Barbie. Yeah. So you can pick. The other reason I'm not doing it is because some people will want to literally get a double feature. They'll want to walk out of Barbie and walk into Oppenheimer. I'm sure that showtime will exist. And then some people are going to want to walk out of Barbie, go to Mix, you know, or go yeah. to Iron Hill you know, or go to, oh, you know, wherever you go in Huntington Valley. Who knows? Probably that home, probably that pizza place, <laughs> maybe, maybe home, you know, but some people want to do things, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and some people will want, want to go straight there. Did you know that we have a killer pizza oven at Huntington Valley? No, we have a pizza oven and I have to say my staff are, they take it up a notch. They're making, really? they make the most incredible pizzas and they're making Special pizza flavors to celebrate the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that comes mm-hmm. out in early August. No. Can I ask a follow-up question that sounds dumb? Pizza with pickles? It's not that dumb. Talk to me. Whatever happened to the front area? It's been a while since I've been to Huntington Yeah. Valley. There was, like, room for uh, a bar. Yeah, we, we got the bar open. The bar's open? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Nice. I did not know that. Yeah. That's sweet. Any plans to do that on any of the other ones? Uh, there's a bar in Wilmington. Okay. Yep. In the theater? In the lobby. It's small. Oh, yeah. I guess I so did see that the, last time Off to there. the right when you yeah. walk in. 
I don't know. I forgot about that. And then uh, in Lit It's, we got Mix, and there's there's talk of stuff down the road. We got all that extra room up here now. Right. So (laughs) I thought thought you were going to put a glass podcast studio right up front. People walk in. Right. They can see us recording, and then it's just empty the other seven days of the week. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Perfect use of space. Right, right, right. So anyway, yeah, make your Barbieheimer plans now. And um, I think the fad is cool for the people who are doing it genuinely, and it's lame for the posers. Do you think that you could – you're a busy man. Yes. Do you think you could Barbieheimer it? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Are you going to make an effort to? I'll tell you why I'm probably not going to make an effort mm. to. Because I'm probably going to watch them before they (sighs) open. The gasp. The gasp. Okay, that makes sense. I'll give you a pass on that one. But you know who's not getting a pass? Who's that? Segway. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> the animators over at Sony. Uh, so I think last time we met, I was pretty cocky. I was like, oh, all you people going to see uh, Across the Spider-Verse, you're like, oh, it's going to be so long till the next one comes out. And I was like, well, guess what? It's coming out in March. Get yourself ready for number three. It's going to be amazing. I could never be disappointed. Right. And then that week they're like, oh, animators are treated horrible and there's no possible way this movie gets done in time. They haven't even started on it. So Foot in Mouth by Sir David Moulton. Insert foot here. Yeah. Uh, But then the uh, directors came out and they're like, oh, well, you know, it's normal and uh, we haven't actually started work on it. But don't worry, we're not going to box ourselves into a release date. So long story short, Beyond the Spider-Verse is probably not coming out next year. (laughs) Definitely not in March. Definitely not in March. But the upswing is they claim they're not going to release a subpar movie my my wish which i don't think is going to happen but this is what i wish Mm. is that they would open it in june of next year june spider-verse is such a good summer title yeah but my thing is do you think it even is done in time yeah they haven't because apparently they're like once they decided to put it into two movies they just concentrated on the first one so hard Mm. they haven't even really started so it's we're talking like it's a year away and they're still in like pre-production phase. Mm. Like, that's insane. Yeah. So I say take all the time, clearly make good movies. Maybe they're trying to get Jennifer Garner for the new Spider-Man movie. Does she have time? I mean, I don't know what else she's doing. Well, that's crazy because I hear she's in Deadpool 3. Jennifer Garner? Yeah, but not just as anybody. Like as a cameo? Yeah, but I mean, if she was going to cameo as anyone, you'd think it'd be an iconic role, one that everyone loves and supports and, and remembers fondly. Batwoman? No. no. Electra. One, Electra. Remember the movie that no one wants to remember? No. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you remember. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry to do that to you. That's right, Electra, mm. which brings... Some things to mind. They're saying it's it's mostly a cameo. Wait, have we moved into a whole new topic? Yeah. Have we moved on from Spider-Verse? Well, someone would call that a segue. Was that the kind of segue you don't even see happening? Well, I mean, certainly which, not one that anyone called attention to. Which, by definition, makes it the best segue. <laughs> Is that what you're it saying? Might, it might be the best segue. Are we... 
Like, uh, hold on. Did we just witness history, David? Dude. Did we just witness? I'm, te- I'm checking my text. <laughs> there is a text here from the Segway Award Ceremonies. <laughs> They've asked us to show up. <laughs> okay, I mean, okay. that's... I mean, that's as close right. as you can get without right. a definitive win. Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> you know... They wouldn't just invite anyone. No, not at all. I mean, yeah. not anyone <laughs> to the sack. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so you are saying that without me even noticing, yeah, we've moved on from the Spider Verse conversation, and now we're talking about Jennifer Garner playing Electra. Yeah, in and, Deadpool three, and we got there in in Deadpool three. We got yeah. there without anybody noticing. No, no one. No- in fact, most people are like Electra and Spider Man three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Deadpool three. Yeah, which we're already concerned about because what's his face can't ad lib. Right. And now we're saying that in Deadpool 3, Jennifer Garner will play Elektra. Yeah, which honestly is not a point of concern for me. Ah. What, to me, this says that, that, that kind of has me a little bit like, because <laughs> ah, it already had me a little ah, with Wolverine, Right, is that we're getting another universe-jumping superhero movie. Which, I'm going to be honest, we've had more than enough of. What universe is Elektra jumping from? Well, she would be the daredevil with Ben Affleck, Mm. because she was in those movies. Okay. So, my here's there's two ways this could go, in my mind. Daredevil could be putting a uh, (laughs) putting a team together of bad movie heroes, to which you've got the Wolverine movie. Uh, Wolverine Origins, even though Wolverine's not a bad, you know, but you got Wolverine Origins. You have Elektra, maybe he's got some others, and maybe he's like, these universes are dying off for whatever reason because he's coming from Fox, mm. so, and it's all about him getting integrated into the Marvel movies or something. I I don't know. It just, I know I love Spider-Verse so much, but it's, we're just kind of Ant-Man, you've got all the Kang stuff, you've got yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, like our plate is full. Flash just did it. Like, I don't know. I I hope it's more original than just jumping through universes. Mm. I don't know how you feel. I'm kind of agnostic on the situation. Oh, you need a minute to look that up. I know. I know. What it means. Situation is is a word that describes like a a standard <laughs> set of circumstances. Yeah, that's what I was struggling with. There. <laughs> right. Right. I didn't know if you That's were familiar a, with that. I was, it was really the I part. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, David, Magic 8-Ball is uh, coming out. Yeah. Did you know this? No. Okay, I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you're such a big Magic 8-Ball fan. Right. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Can I just say that even when I was a kid... <laughs> 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 Stand by while David chokes to death. <laughs> what happened? Do you need a paper towel? Yeah. <laughs> David was wandering down his own alley again. <laughs> David literally made himself choke to death, laughing at a thought that was privy only to him. 
There was nothing funny there. I know. I'm literally I was just thinking about how, man, this would be a really hot, bad time to laugh. What's <laughs> 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 your turn? <clears throat> well, that's that's drinking for me. <laughs> David, I, I didn't quite know how to address this with you, but now seems like the right time. <laughs> I think you have a drinking problem. <laughs> Is it? I don't know how. <laughs> right. I mean, it seems like you've been doing it for years, but still. I have a secret to tell you. Yeah. I get most of my water through IV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back to. Oh, my God. Are you quite I, all right? I mean, I ain't dead yet. Okay. And what doesn't kill you slows you down, maybe probably kills you later. Right. Okay. <laughs> Even when I was a kid. As I was trying to say before <laughs> he tried to die. Yeah. When I was a kid, I thought the Magic 8-Ball was the stupidest toy ever invented. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, come What's on. What's the point? No, it's so dumb. It's not fun. I don't get it. Like, no. Right? Okay, so now I found out they're making the Magic 8-Ball, and it's going to be like a horror comedy. And I'm like, okay, what I've learned, and I learned this from the chipmunks. Mm. <laughs> like many things in my life, <laughs> like so many things in my life, it all goes back to the chipmunks. Yeah. 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 Don't judge a movie until you see the movie or, you know, begin to see the trailers and the cast and the hype. Because when I heard they were making a chipmunks movie, I was like, oh my God, this is a ridiculous waste of time. Like this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And a good. And it was amazing. Yeah. What? What? Well, you got no, some. No, no, you got I some got snarky. Say, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold. You're gonna. On you're to gonna it. let me get to my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, the other yeah. one I would like to reference is Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Which All is right. a, which yeah. is a goofy yeah. little ride yeah. in Disney World, and then they made one of the great franchises. Well, I guess you wouldn't call it one of the greats because that implies like. You know, you're putting it up with all the great ones. But I think you can definitely say Pirates was a great franchise. Yeah. Let's see if they can do it again with um, with the right. House of Haunted Mansion. Mansion. The Haunted Mansion. Here's yeah. my point. It's what I'm building up to. I'm somewhat skeptical on this. Mm. But what? But open-minded based on my experience. The my battlefront or battleship. <laughs> somewhat hesitant, but open-minded. Yeah. Here's my question. Should they be bragging that it's with a script from the writer of Cocaine Bear? Is that a selling did point? Did you love Cocaine Bear? No. You neither did I. Remember? A lot of people loved it. Or let no, me rephrase. No, no, a lot of people no. saw it. A lot of people saw it. I saw it with some friends who who one of them said this was the worst That's movie right. I've seen in, in years, and then corrected himself and said, "Actually, I think this is the worst movie I ever saw." Right. And after I saw it, I turned to my friend who had gotten a babysitter and said, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also was incredibly disappointing because the premise held great promise. Yeah, yeah. So that makes you think maybe there was a problem with the writing? No, no, no. Elizabeth Banks was involved. Oh, right. That's... Right. Was it an Elizabeth Banks joint? It was. There's no yeah. way that it was... Yeah. Yeah. Is she involved with the Magic 8-Ball? Well, I'm assuming it says by the same... It's, they're, they're keeping it under wraps to reveal later. Right. Well, we should ask the 8-Ball. Right. Is Elizabeth <laughs> Banks involved with the 8-Ball? <laughs> Seems likely. Right. Not likely. Yeah. Uh, all right. You know, so what I was thinking back when you were like, you're going to let me finish. Yeah. Yeah. Is you were... You, master of the segues... Yes. Missed... 
A great opportunity. A great opportunity for a segue. Because you were like, I've learned not to judge a movie until you've seen it. Now let's judge them by the trailers. Right. You know, or something like that. I mean, that wasn't a good version because I'm not you. I don't have the skill. Everything I know about segues, I've learned from you. Mm. Well, the the pupil has become the master. Yes, clearly. Uh, clear, apparently. Yeah. Speaking of trailers, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get into this week's. Well, first off, I think it's safe to say that's all the news fit to print. Am I right? I think so. Oh, <laughs> hey, jazz hands. <laughs> I can't wait for people to see that live. Oh, it's going to be great. June 29th at noon. Oh, my God. Complete in boxing effort. Should I? I wonder if I'm going to develop like a routine for that. Maybe I'd, right. I'll probably just go back to my standard because the last few weeks I've I've been like just, you know, mixing it up. But for a long time, it was it ended with that move. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think classic. We'll go, I think we'll go back to that. Yeah. You got to let people know what they've been missing. Right. <laughs> Poor bastards. Otherwise, they don't know what they're getting. <laughs> right. right. We got right. a bunch of trailers. Um, easy trailer of the week for me. Really? Yeah. I might surprise you. Okay. Well, if it's off? if it's anything but Dune two, it will surprise me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the first trailer this week is Dune Part Two, trailer number two, and my what my takeaway from this trailer. First of all, I thought it was a great trailer. Mm-hmm. This is my trailer of the week, mm-hmm. and. My takeaway from this trailer is, oh my God, this cast is unbelievable. It's not a cast like a Wes Anderson movie where it's like, oh, they took every A-lister in Hollywood and gave them a little tiny part so they could put them on a poster. Right. This is like the really talented Austin Butler, Florence Pugh, Mm -hmm. obviously Timothy Chalamet, Josh Brolin, Christopher Walken. I mean, these are- Doesn't stop. Zendaya- this is a talented group. Right. Yeah, it's insane. I'm going to surprise you. Yeah. This isn't my trailer of the week. Okay. And here's why. Mm. I love this trailer. Mm. I think the other trailer, mm-hmm. better. Okay. Because we're judging trailers. We're not right, judging right. movies. No, no. My problem with this trailer, and I, I'm curious to see what you say, as someone who's clearly not read the books. Right. <laughs> right. As far as you know. As far as I know. Right. Right. I felt that this trailer, compared to every other trailer for the first part in this part, gave a lot away. Oh. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which might be why I liked it, because I started thinking like, oh, there's that. Oh, this is this is what this movie is going to be about. Yeah, and I realized the reason that I don't like it for giving stuff away is because I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that's going to be in there, but... Like, do you want to really talk about that right now? But at at the same time, I realize one of the things that Dune did not do well in their trailers is convey the story. Right. Or convey the fact that there is a story. Yes. Where's it going? And especially after the first one, as amazing as it is, leaving off on a cliffhanger, which some people did not realize was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um maybe wanting to know where it's going. Like it makes sense marketing wise mm-hmm. why this trailer is like this. But me as a fan, I think the other one is better. And this would have been my trailer of the week, but there was another trailer that surprised me and surpassed this. Okay. Moving yep. on. The next one we have is five nights at Freddy's. 
this is an extremely popular video game being turned into a movie. I don't know, man. What do you think? I was shocked. Shocked. Shocked, I tell you. Mm. To see at the end of it that it's streaming on Peacock the same day as it's being released in movie theaters. Really? I didn't know that. It says in theaters and streaming 1027, October 27th. What what's up the with that? actual fuck? Yeah, what? This seems like a popular enough movie to get kids in the Has theaters. Universal not learned anything in the last two years? Clearly not. This is unbelievable to me. Up until I saw that slide, I thought this this movie looked great. Obviously, it's a piece of shit if they're streaming it. It must be. Although, I heard, like, one of the things that brought back to my attention is that I heard some, like, positive buzz around it. But I, they wouldn't do that. I want to bounce to the opposite side of things. Mm. Right? So we got Five Nights at Freddy. Yeah. It's going to go to, to streaming and theatrical release right away. Then I want to come down to Killers of the Flower Moon, mm. right? This is a movie made by Paramount and Apple. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to either of those streaming services day one. It's going into theaters. Yeah. It's Martin Scorsese. Because they're smarter. And so not only are these two companies working together, they're not competing right now, at yep. least where it's going streaming-wise, and they're putting it in theaters only. Yep. That's at the, at the end, it says... I guess they want to make money with their film. No. Yeah. Apparently. Well, who would? I'm what? just going out on a limb. That seems like the route they're going. I. That's hard to believe. Universal does not want to make money, so they're going to release it at home. Yeah. Which begs the question, is there, do they think people won't go to the theaters, or do they think there's nobody on their streaming service? Well, let's see. I want, I'm a big Tour de France fan. Yeah. And I almost clicked on Peacock to pay five ninety four ninety nine a month so that I could watch the tour. Yeah. And then I was thinking about everything else that's on Peacock. Mm. And I thought, nah. <laughs> <laughs> what every what do you mean everything else? <laughs> five bucks a month, which is less than I spend a day on coffee. Yeah. It couldn't could not I could not bring myself to click the button and now I really won't bring myself to yeah. click the button. That's way too much. Yeah. Yeah. It is storming outside. Holy smokes. Any listeners that hear that, that is the actual sound coming through the roof of the theater to through the roof of my office. Yeah. That's how heavy it's raining right now. That's and that, I like just saw a big... so dark out. Oh, you could hear lightning in the... I just heard... Or hear the thunder on the show. Hey, now. All right. The next movie we have is called The Dive. Tell us about The Dive. I can't make up my mind whether or not this looks awesome. I, I feel like... It might be really great or it might be lame, but the premise is this girl gets, these, these two women go scuba diving, I almost said skydiving. They go scuba diving and one of them gets stuck under a heavy rock or something or yeah. their rope gets stuck. Somehow they're trapped. The one girl is trapped. Um, or it seems like maybe they were both trapped, but one of them got free or some, there's something. Some, it's, like that. it's a little vague, you know, but that's fine. Um, this is the movie from the vertical, from vertical, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so the other girl is, is left. The other girl leaves, and they, the, the trapped girl says, you have 20 minutes to get back. That's insane. And then apparently the movie plays out you know, with whether or not she rescues the girl. I don't know. 
like I said, this could be like kind of a questionable movie or it could be freaking awesome because the stress and the tension yeah. of getting back within 20 minutes could be really exciting. So incredibly intense. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I'm right there with you. It looks really intense. Like it could be a good ride if it's done right. Right. But there is a lot that could go wrong. Right. So I don't know. Next movie we have is called Inside Man. And you don't have to be an inside man to know this movie doesn't look good. <laughs> this is the Emil Hirsch yeah. undercover, like, kind of, uh, yeah. Well, they had a bunch of guys shooting their guns, and they were just standing there pulling the trigger, and there was no recoil. It was clearly, like, mm. all fake gun shooting. I was like... Uh, at least try. I didn't even pick up on that detail, but even with that being, even not picking up on that detail, I still thought the thing looked weak. Yeah, it looks pretty weak. Next one. The Nun 2. The Nun 2. You know, you want to know my thought on this? Yeah. This trailer looked like every other horror movie trailer that we've seen in the last two years. Mm. Like, don't you think it was like, yeah. I could show you this trailer and it could be the trailer for 16 movies. That have been out in the last three years. Right. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't seem, it didn't seem creepy or whatever, but. Yeah. I don't know. Also, I could have sworn there was already two nun movies. <laughs> but maybe, I guess it's part of the, what's it called? Series. The I have no idea. It's part of the, it's not Insidious, but it's part of a, The Conjuring. Mm. So maybe she's been in those. And I just didn't realize. I don't know. All right. Now my trailer of the week. Okay. Bob Marley, One Love. I'll give that to you. I loved this trailer. Yeah. This is really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, my knowledge of Bob Marley is lacking. Mm. So I will probably find this extra uh, informative. I, on the other hand, am a big Bob Marley fan. Yeah. And I found this exciting that people are going to tell his story because a lot of times what people know about Bob Marley is like, Oh, he smokes pot and he, you know, sings this reggae, like these fun party reggae songs, Yeah, you know, which both of those things are true, but so much more to this story, you know, and so what he means to Jamaica and to so many people in, in music and, what he did with his life, you know, and what he stood for. Yeah. And I mean, the dude is obviously, he's no longer with us, but he, you know, legend doesn't suffice to yeah. call him a legend. I mean, the guy, and, and the music is, is powerful. It's meaningful. It's deep. It's also <coughs> fun as hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's twice. If you die live <laughs> on the show, it's going to be awkward as hell. I'll just sign up. I'm going to out by myself. <laughs> and I'll just start. I'll just be like, and I'm Penn Ketchum. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> right. <Long blank. laughs> no, because you go first. You usually go first. Oh, that's true. So there'll be a big blank spot. 
you know, I'll finish the show oh, okay. before, you know, I deal with the cops and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take care and party. The cops are going right. to be like, I don't know how to stop recording. Right. <laughs> we'll all be like looking over at the board, you know, <laughs> trying to figure out the cops would be in the background going, try pressing that big red button that says stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, here I am looking at not dying. Yeah. And then I saw the trailer for The Collective. Did we? Are we skipping over Killers of the Flower Moon? Oh, yeah. I guess we didn't talk about that. I marked it off. Let's just talk about The Collective real quick. Okay. Uh, this movie looks lame to me. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. It's a movie about, uh, let's see, a guy joins a, he's like, an, he's a, I think it's a group of like lawyers that get tired of the law not holding things mm-hmm. up. And so they form like a assassin group or something i don't know this looked to me like a movie that would be that i would love to stumble across on tv while i'm home flipping through the channels yeah you know like like i'm definitely gonna watch this movie it's not gonna make my theaters i doubt it'll make many theaters yeah and um i look forward to seeing it on tv Mm. now let's talk about killers of the flower moon pen what do you think i love this yeah same this could have been my trailer of the week bob marley could have been my trailer of the week yeah um. Yeah, I don't know really much else to say about it except that it looks like Scorsese's on his A game. He's got an A cast. Everything about it looks like it's lining up just right. I'm going to be 100% with you right now. Talk to me. I don't remember the last Scorsese film that I actively was like really pumped for. Yeah. Not saying that they're not yeah. good, but just the topic is usually gangster. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, which is fine. Right. Enjoyable, sure. but also is not necessarily my go-to. Right. This, on the other hand, I'm like actually yeah. pumped for. Me too. And it, so it's about uh, basically Americans coming in and taking uh, land from the Indians for the oil and uh, basically how they kind of like, you know, pushed them out of the way. Doing what we do. Doing, you know, being horrible. Yep. Yeah. So, and it stars a ton of people. Yeah. Is this the, no, this isn't the same one that had, uh, that was like wolves in the something or other. It's a similar type. Dances with wolves. Yeah, dances. No, it was, it was um, and it had Brendan Fraser in it. Remember they're like, oh, there's wolves among us Mm-mm. or something. Uh, we reviewed the trailer for it a while ago. Anyway, that's all the trailers we've got this week. We've got Dune part two for Penn. And Bob Marley, One Love for Me as your Trailers of the Week. There we go. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Exactly. Yeah. That's the tune. That's the outgoing. That's the outro. one we always use. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Movie review time. This week, we watched Indiana Jones and the Dial of of Destiny. Destiny. So we already talked about how this movie underperformed financially. But how did it perform emotionally? Well, <laughs> let me ask you this. Let me riddle me, riddle me this, mm. young David. Yes. What did the homies think? Mm. Your homies, not the other two unrelated homies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, your homies. Oh my gosh, the the gamut. Okay. Was all over the place. Mm. One guy thought it was the best Indiana Jones movie of all time. Oh. Okay. Better than the original Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Another guy thought it was equally as good as the original three. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. 
And then several people thought it was not good. Okay. Several meaning two people or several meaning like 16? No, we're talking like two. Okay. Out of the group of like eight. So, okay. Where everyone else is... Two people were in agreement. Everyone else had different varying degrees of... What did you think... Now we're off the homies. Yeah. We're on to David. Mm. What did you think of the young Harrison Ford in the first 20 minutes, half hour of the movie? I thought that was the best part of the movie. Okay. Minus his voice. Because he sounded like old Harrison Ford. He sounded old. As soon as you started talking, I was like, oh, that's not... I had a number. I had a number of people, and I have to say the thought crossed my mind as well. I had a number of people ask me if that was de-aging or if that was original scenes from Raiders of the Lost Ark that weren't used. Uh, it was de-aging, except for apparently the parts where he's in the chair was um, somehow that was reused. Interesting footage. Yeah, but. In general, I thought that part was really well done. Yeah, yeah. That, to me, that was the best part of the movie. Well, I thought it was. I thought that was a great part. To me, the best part of the first of all, I'll just go on record. That was the best movie I've ever seen. I absolutely really? loved this movie. And you have to remember who you're talking to. You're talking to a guy who was what ten when the first one came out, yeah. ten or eleven. And I've been a huge Indiana Jones fan. Yeah. The guy, the the character, had a huge impact on me. Hmm. You know, big adventure you know is seeking adventures so i loved this reminded me of when people were complaining about episode seven of star wars that it was too much like the first star wars and i at the time was thinking that's what i loved about this is that it took it back to the old school you know it took it back this is how i feel about this indiana jones it was a lot like the first indiana jones which i appreciated you know and i love and i loved so to get to my my best part of the movie Best part of the movie was the train, all the scenes on the train. Yeah. The roof, ch- the roof chasing, um, the climbing all over the train, the fighting in the train, the tension in the train. And the then comedy. when the comedy and when the train is hanging off the cliff, Jesus, that's an exciting sequence. Yeah. You know, when, when him and Mary, not Marion, him and um, what's her face? are trying to climb up it. And then, you know, the, every time a car that's drops. possible. What? Was that Mission Impossible? No, I'm getting mixed up. Yeah. What happens at the end of this train? They jump off before it blows up. (laughs) My God. I just got my two movies mixed up. (laughs) The visual disparity between the two films and you just... (laughs) Flat out confused Tom Cruise with D H. <laughs> no, that was fully aged. Sixties version right, Harrison right, Ford, right? In a in a scene where there is no woman, mind you. Oh right. <laughs> yes, there is. No, there's not. Where's the girl? She's not born yet. No, no, no. Would. Oh, right, because they're trying to steal the they're half. Trying, they're trying it, to, it happened at the beginning of the movie. It was the beginning of the movie. Yeah. the first part of the movie. Right, like right, right. title sequences. Yeah. That was awesome, though, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Remember, the, does your review to this movie is under full suspect right now. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I totally have the movies mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you a little spoiler. Hmm. The train sequence in Mission Impossible is, is amazing. Is amazing. <laughs> it's so good. You'll think it's in other movies. <laughs> You'll start seeing it in every movie where there's a train. 
<laughs> but I did love that. I all right. You are you are a thousand percent correct. <laughs> that I, wasn't that wasn't deliberate, right? That was not deliberate. That was a genuine. <laughs> I thought you were trying to pull one over me for a little right, bit, there. right? And then you realized, no, no, <laughs> he's this, just an this idiot. This is just <laughs> right. This is just me. Um, but that train sequence in Indiana Jones, yes, was it, also great. it is very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the coming back from that? All right. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give me this worst movie that I've ever seen. Okay. Now. Because? It's not horrible. <laughs> it's better than Crystal Skull. My problem with this movie is seeing this movie and not seeing this movie has the same effect on your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, there's just, it just didn't leave an impression. That's a great point. And I would, I would agree with that completely. What I've been telling people about this movie, mm-hmm. and we've used this before with other movies, is if you love Indiana Jones, you're going to love this movie. Yes. If you're a fan of the franchise, you're going to love this movie. Yeah. If you don't care about the franchise, then you probably won't care about this movie. If this movie would have been the fourth movie, I probably would have been over the moon. Mm. But the fourth movie did leave a pretty big sour in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, not in the same way, but I did grow up with Indiana Jones. And here's the weird part. The only Indiana Jones movie we owned was Temple of Doom. Mm. That's my favorite one, and that's my favorite version of Indiana Jones, which means I don't fully care for the third one, and the first one I'm just kind of okay with. Yeah. Because the middle Indiana Jones is so, like, James Bond. Right. That right. it's different yeah. than the other ones. And... Because I watched that over and over and over again, because it was the only one we had, you know, back in the day, you only had so many tapes. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And, and that's the that's the version of Indiana Jones that I love. Yeah. Um, I would totally watch a movie with uh, Helena. Helena? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yep. Uh, with her character, if they wanted to spin off on that. Do you uh, think they're gonna? I don't know, because, because this one... The, the fact that this movie has performed so bad is going to change Warner Brother. Or I guess it's Disney, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to change Disney. things. Yeah. yeah. But um, the things I liked about this movie, I liked her. I liked her arc. Mm-hmm. I liked. I actually liked his arc and his char- his growth mm-hmm. into like how it ends and everything. I liked the MacGuffin. So I guess we can say spoilers. I liked that. Um, that's one of the things I love about Indiana Jones's MacGuffin is that there's a catch to it. Mm-hmm. Like you think it's this amazing thing and then it's not. What do you mean? What's a MacGuffin? A MacGuffin is like the big thing, the big oh, okay. like okay. story arc thing. Like in, in the um, Avengers movies, it's the, it's the stones. Okay. Like throughout each individual one yeah. or whatever. But his MacGuffin is the dial of destiny. Okay. But the whole idea that... This, I gotcha. The, yeah. di- the thing that I really liked is the whole idea of the Dial of Destiny is that no matter when you used it, it would only ever bring you back to that one point in time. Mm-hmm. Because he made it to help save Sicily. Mm-hmm. And uh, specifically for that, it wasn't just a time travel machine. That right. bring you to there. So I thought that that was really cool. And it's the same way of like any of the other ones where they... Like the... What is it with the... Um, you can, if you drink from the the 
holy grail like you couldn't leave or something like that yeah like there's like catches to everything yeah, right right yeah the scene where he was dying on the beaches of sicily yeah did you did you ever buy like did they get you they got me. They got me. Yeah. I was up and I was like, this, could this be the best ending to Indiana Jones? Right. And then I was like, maybe it's him in the tomb. Right. The whole time. Right. Like, how are they going to close this loop? Right. But then at the same time, I like that they took him out. How did you like the- Wait, wait, wait. I don't, I'm not ready to move on okay. beyond that. Okay. I went through what you just described yeah. is probably like, like all those thoughts that you had, you had them like in a millisecond. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm having the same thoughts. I'm like, oh my God, this is freaking brilliant. Like they're leaving this character off, you know, thousands of years ago or however many years ago. And um, I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. But then I was in there. And again, all of this hap all of this thought process in, in a millisecond. And then, but then I was also like, oh God, is that going to be satisfying to me? Like, is that weird? Does that leave too many unanswered questions? Yeah. Like, like I'm kind of like not a thousand percent on board, but I was bought, I bought into it completely that, that it was like this big emotional farewell. And he was like, I'm sorry. It's just what I have to do. And then she's like, well, this is what I have to do. She knocks him out and drags his ass home. I thought I went from like all my questions about leaving Indiana Jones in Sicily as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, thank God, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was mm -hmm. like, this is the, yeah, absolutely. The absolutely. And they didn't show her dragging him out. Right. Which worked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, this is what I have to do. And then the screen goes black for like a second. Because there's, at that point, there's no question of how the, like, if they're going to get out of danger. Right. So why show it? Right. So then he comes to and he's in the apartment and then Marion comes and then he grabs his hat and the movie's over. Yeah. This was great. I thought it was a great way to end the movie. And I like the way that they handled Mutt to give him, to give Indy like a deeper story, but also get rid of a character that was problematic. Right. In a way that kind of like still gave him value mm -hmm. by making him have died in Vietnam. Yeah. Did you know Antonio Banderas was in this movie? I did not. Could you tell me who Antonio Banderas is in this movie? Yes, because I thought of it during when he came on screen, Antonio Banderas McLaughlin, as you know, my yeah. friend named his daughter Antonio Banderas. Right. Therefore, her name is Antonio Banderas McLaughlin. Yeah. Um, I'm forgetting. I'm blanking. He's the sailor, the captain of the boat. Yes. I wouldn't have... I, Still, even looking at it, I'm like, really? He, I thought he was Javier Bardem f at first. Oh, yeah. Like, because they do have like a little bit, you know. Yeah. But was he in any of the earlier Indiana Jones? This is what I meant to look up. Was he, did he play the ship captain? Like, was there a ship captain in earlier Joneses? I don't think so. Yeah. But they definitely played it off like we should know him. Yeah. Amy and I rewatched Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. After I watched this and yeah. loved it. I like the way they handled Sala too. Where he's like, I just want to go on one last trip. Right. And he's like, yeah, no. Right. Uh, it's like, oh, okay, good. Because when they're both walking on the screen, all you see is age. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, no, no, I get it. Like when he's yeah. by himself, right. kind of speed kinda, him up, you're like, okay. Eh, okay. But yeah. when you put two old guys on the screen, you're like, oh, yeah. it is two old guys. Yeah. <laughs> right. All I get it. Yeah. I get it. Gotcha. I feel it. I'm afraid. <laughs> all right. So for fans of Indiana Jones, we're saying this is the best movie ever made. Yeah. And for non-fans of Indiana Jones, we're saying this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Last thing, you'll notice that 
I said I liked a lot of things. Right. The problem is this movie is two and a half hours long with these long action pieces that yeah. I didn't like. Right. Maybe the film would have been better if the train had like run off a cliff and dangled. And with her, and she was somehow there. Right. Dial of Destiny style. Or if Tom Cruise was in Indiana Jones. Right. That would have well, cross, movie crossover. <laughs> yes. Same. Yes. Yeah. That, maybe that would have helped. Yeah. yeah. No, so the, I thought the action scenes went on a little too long, <laughs> and that took a lot of, like, I got bored for, during them. Anyway. All right. Remember when I forgot I had seen Greta? Oh, my God. So this is like. This now, is just like Now that. we're going to have to add this to the list to every of movie. like. It's every movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Next week, we're going to be watching. Mission Impossible 7. Mission. Spoiler alert. The train goes <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> the train goes off a cliff. The movie. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mission Impossible 7. Dead Reckoning Part 1. Part 1. Okay. Uh, look, if you want to. Tell us what you thought of that movie or anything we've talked about so far. Don't forget that you can email us, podcast at pencinema.com. That's our brand new email yeah. address, podcast at pencinema.com. Thoughts, notes, questions, comments. Answers. Voice memos, yeah. whatever. All Answers, of the above. Yeah. Now, some people who took the time out of their day to do that mm. would be the follows. What do yeah. we got here? Well, we got a uh, longtime listener. Oh. And by that, I mean... He's heard an episode or two. He's heard a few. Yeah, one or two. <laughs> but I think he's becoming more of a more and more of a regular because it does come up in conversation more and more. Oh. Yeah, good old Papa Peter writes in, and he has some interesting comments here. He he was referencing the conversation we had with the lady last week. This 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 drew a few comments this week. Oh, we have really? a few listeners. Yeah, who wrote Zazzy in. Beats. Zazzy Beats. Um, Pop-Up asks, which of the following names are real movie people or not? Now, by the way, I have to like help you here a little bit. Mm. Did it? Did you read this email when it came in? I did. And did you understand it? Mm, partially. Did you have to read it a couple times? I did. So I also, because of how it was written, stared at the address and was like, is this spam? <laughs> <laughs> right. Is this a real email address? <laughs> right, right. So I happen to know the writer. No. Oh, I've known him for years. Yeah. Practically your whole life. Well, pretty much. Yeah. And he likes, he finds it amusing to intentionally misspell words at every given opportunity. Perfect. What you have to understand about him is that he is a English, like, what's wrong? I, I don't want to say like, a, yeah. Yeah. Like he, he does the New York Times crossword of every course. day. Like finishes it. No. Yeah. So I'm saying all these misspelled words and typos are Intended to amuse. It's a Brooklyn boy, right? He is from Brooklyn. Gosh. God, we love Brooklyn. We do. Okay. So um, anyway, he writes in with some other... Now, I don't know the answer to this, but we'll, we're going to quiz you, David, and maybe he'll write in <laughs> next week with a score. Okay. The following movie names are real or not real? I'm going to read the name, and you're going to tell me real, real or... W-R-E-E-L. Right, right. Yeah. right. You saw that, yeah. So they're real or not real? Zazu Pitts. Real. Okay. All these people are real to me. Fuzzy Knight. I mean, obviously. That's the one that I'm going to say is fake. Oh, really? Frederick Austerlitz. Fake. Zero Mustel. Totally real. Zima. Is that a drink? And Zeppo Marx. Zeppo is real, because I think we've heard of him. Isn't he one of the Marx brothers? Quite possibly. Yeah. So anyway, he goes on to say, Trally, 
who I think we're supposed to know who that is, but we do not know who that is. <laughs> it took me a little while to think if Trally was like some cool Brooklyn word for really. Yeah. But I think what he meant was he that Trally enjoyed, but then the writer was trying to emphasize Trally, in fact, really enjoyed. Okay. The section of the movie that you legally can't talk about, which I think I alluded to last week as being, I went to see the early screening of Mission Impossible. Right. As recently evidence. Or Indiana Jones. We're not 100% sure which movie you saw. One of them we definitely saw. Yeah, you can't talk about one, so right. why not talk about the other that has the same scenes? Right, it? so they both have a train. Yeah. I mean, that's that can be confusing. Yeah. If you're going to throw me at two movies, both with trains. There's only so many. Right, my God. Okay, we went on. The writer goes on to say, my neighbor, the film star. Mm. You have a film star as a neighbor? We got a film star as a neighbor. I, th I think I knew this, but I don't remember who the film star is. And I think it's legit. And I also think who's, who's maybe pop up would write us back and walk us through who the film star is. Yeah. And also I think there's a famous director in their neighborhood, which might be Darren Aronofsky. Really? Yes. So we would like to know, to confirm the Darren thing. Yeah. And remind us the name of the film star. That lives next door. That lives next door. Sounds like yeah. the beginning of like a uh, late stage Steven Spielberg movie. The film star <laughs> that lived next door. Okay. And then he's glad you liked the move, the play with Shakespeare's language. Nice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. We Shady Lady also wrote oh in. Boy. I've known her almost my whole life. Yeah, almost. Almost. Shady Lady writes in, and this was fun. We got to post these up. I, I, right. Did you? No. Okay. Well, we got it. Well, once we talk, once this goes up. It's funny go. you would say that because I, I right clicked on the one that I picked out with the ferrets. Yeah. And clicked save image as. Yeah. And then did. And then as I was about to open the tab to open Facebook to get to our Facebook you page. You choked on your water. I, I saw. Understandable. Right, been there. <laughs> yeah. right. Shady lady writes in and apparently. I'm not going to read what she wrote because it's yeah. easier to tell the story. Apparently she has friends at Petco. Friends. Probably a pretty good term. Yeah. Friends at the Petco located on Lincoln Highway, which by the way, of all the Petcos on Lincoln Highway, this is the very best one. Yeah. Manager Emma is the best manager named Emma right. that works there. Of all the Petcos on Lincoln Highway. This is one of them. This is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but- the manager there had just been at Penn Cinema to see the John Wick movie, mm. and she is aspiring. It says in her little bio right here, mm. she is aspiring. She hopes to one day listen to the Penn Cinema podcast. It's it's a lofty goal. No, I mean you don't just jump in yeah. and start listening to the Penn Cinema podcast. <laughs> oh, no, twenty three. Right. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> can you? I don't know. Okay. She got a lot of catching up to do. We'll just yeah. say that. So anyway. The, the good folks at Petco apparently teamed up and they have a rock, like a rock that says, listen to the Pensano podcast. Mm. And there are uh, shady ladies submitted some hilarious and adorable pictures of the rock in and amongst some of the animals, some of the animals, including the ferrets. Yeah. Are you a ferret guy? Would you ever buy a ferret? I would not buy a ferret, but I would play with a ferret. I'm 
no, and definitely not. You wouldn't play with a fairy? Oh my God, no. I would run screaming from the room Why? if you walked in with a fairy. If you walked through that door with the ferret, I'd be out that other door before you could finish saying what's up. What's wrong with the ferret? I would be out. Is it too long? I would be it's out boy. because it's a freaking ferret. What have they done to you? Nothing ever. You never saw, see, I saw on TV many a times on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> Beastmasters, <laughs> Beastmaster. Right. And he had a pouch because every cool hero in the 80s right. had, had a, a pouch. side pouch. Right, obviously. Because right? it was manly. Right. Indiana Jones, right. Beastmaster guy. Right. And in his pouch, he had two ferrets that he could communicate with. And yeah. And he would go and do things like yeah. Chew nope. rope. And the thing is, <laughs> Chew ba- rope. bad guys would never check the pouch. They'd right, be like, well, right. let's tie him up, but don't take the pouch. <laughs> right, away. right. With the ferrets in it. Right, and it's always tie him up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this rope that's easily chewed right, throughable right. by two little animals. No, I, I'm, I'm a zero for zero on ferrets. I think they'd be a little too stinky, says the guy with two cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, anyway, shout out to the Petco located on the Lincoln Highway. Yeah. For their outstanding support of the show. And they said they're doing a little hide-and-seek thing. Oh, right, right, right. They're hiding the rock around. So if you see the rock, let them know that you found the Pence and Dwayne rock. Johnson? Yeah. Have you seen Dwayne Johnson there? <laughs> I think either one. If yeah. you see the rock at the Petco. Right. Or if you see the rock meaning Dwayne Johnson. At Petco. At, I mean, bonus points if he's at Petco. Anywhere. But, but really, either way. Go to Petco. Either rock that yeah. you see. And tell them... <laughs> Right. That, you, that you've seen The Rock. Or if you see The Rock at Petco, call Dwayne Johnson and tell him. He's <laughs> an impersonator out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you. But they said if people uh, if people say stuff. I just got that. <laughs> that was good. If, if people bring it up, they're going to they're gonna keep hiding it around yeah. for people to find. Okay. So that's awesome. Everyone's favorite sister, mm-hmm. she hit us up. Talk to me. She said, I'll admit Zazzy is a pretty great name, but what about these? What's up? She's going to kick it up a notch. Yeah. Two things about this list. First, the name must be the actor's given name. Secondly, she realizes she's 100% dating herself. Mm. Everyone needs to date themselves. Yeah, you should see other people sometimes too, though. Yeah, that's true. Don't (laughs) don't be too exclusive, (laughs) but treat yourself right. Right. Right? All right. Number one, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumbersome. Yeah, which my phone wants to correct to cumbersome, she says. That's a cool name, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. I don't like it because it's, I've never liked it. Benedict Cumberbum. It's just too hard to say. It is. Powers Booth with an E. Killer. River Phoenix. That's Killer. That's great. Isn't River Phoenix's brother um, also? Joaquin? Yes. Also, I was going to say also has a cool name, Joaquin. Thorl Revenscourt. He's the voice at the Haunted Mansion and a crap ton of other Disney attractions. This is a name that only <laughs> Top Ten Sarah's sister, who's also everyone's favorite sister, would remember. Also, this is a Top Ten list. Top Ten Sarah, what up? What's up? Watch out. I'm just saying. One sister to dominate them all. Yeah. That's what we say right. here. <laughs> I also love the technical term crap ton. Yeah. No, that's, a, I mean, well, you don't understand because we use metric. Right. Or we, you know. There's a ton. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. There's a metric ton. Right. A crap ton. Right. Yeah. A shit yeah. ton. Shit ton is usually my go-to. Yeah. But I like crap ton. That has a nice it's ring a to it. It's a good one. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland, which 
you never hear the name Kiefer. I got a friend with yeah. a son named Kiefer. Yeah. Ricardo Montalban, which is, oh, man, chef's kiss. That's just a great name. Wilfred Brimley, a diabetes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this last name. Soleil Moonfry. You think? Ten points if you know who he is. She is. Oh. Who is she? I have no idea. You going to look it up? <laughs> yeah. Val Kilmer. Okay. And Harrison Ford. How do you like that number 10 spot? Number 10. Do you think she threw him on there just because, you know, he's in a popular movie these days? I think so. But I am glad he made the list because if you were asking me, like, the most unusual names, I would not come up with Harrison Ford. But I would agree that is an unusual and super cool name. It's yeah. it's That's an example of Harrison by the way, by itself, is not that big of a deal. Oh, I don't know. I got a friend who's got a kid named Harrison. Yeah, I know a guy named Harrison. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Brag much? Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Harrison Ford. Oh. It's a whole, oh, diff- okay. it's a whole it's different guy. It's a whole guy. different. Yeah, it's a whole different yeah. guy. Harrison Chrysler. Right, right. But the combination, and Ford is not that unusual of a last name. We're yeah. not that big of a deal. But to, the combination somehow just really... It totally. just rolls off your Yeah, tongue. it totally works. So apparently I'm going to say that uh, Soleil Moon Fry is an American actress, um, and she was apparently a child star. She was in Punky Brewster. Oh. Would have been her big. She was also had a turn in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Saved by the Bell, and <laughs> let us not forget her 1994 performance. I'm sure this is what... Um, everyone's favorite sister knows her from. Yeah. In 94, you probably, I'm sure you remember her in Pumpkinhead 2. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's not the full title. Pumpkinhead 2, Blood Wings. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a beaut. That's a classic. What a, I mean. Boy, that takes you back, doesn't every it? Every year during that certain yeah. time, I always yep. go back to Pumpkinhead that, 2, Blood yep, Wings. Yep. That really takes me back. Yeah, that's a good Hanukkah Good old movie. days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to handle Frodo because you're better at reading than I am? Well, the first thing I want to say, Frodo ruined in on two topics. The first one I'm not really getting into because I feel like she was just basically talking to you about Pixar and she speculated some interesting ideas about Pixar. Yeah. Basically putting the the easy stuff on screen and streaming the interesting stuff and yeah oh I think she didn't say it was Pixar's fault but Disney was choosing to put right 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 the right. safe Pixar stuff right. in the theater and the more experimental stuff right. on Disney Plus which should be the opposite way right. around always with an interesting take and maybe it, it's it's really interesting I wonder if they're going to learn that I wonder if they're going to start putting that piecing that together mm, maybe we'll, we'll see got a new Bob in charge <laughs> well. The new old Bob. The new old Bob. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Frodo wrote, I'm just going to read it. Well, hold on a second. You've yeah. got a Bob that's retired. Yeah. Has he thought about putting... Putting in for the Disney job? The Dis- <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Do you know yeah. that I am also a Bob? They would have been like, whoa, whoa, there's a third option. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's try that one. Yeah, I didn't even know. Right. <laughs> okay, so Frodo writes in now. Mm. This is where she gets coy. I, I like I like the tone here. Yeah, definitely fish. Because we all know who she's talking about. It's I'll give you a hint. Her name rhymes with everyone's favorite sister. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's talking about someone who likes to write in top ten lists, but is not top ten Sarah. Oh. What? What? Okay, I'll let you figure the rest out. Mm. Now, she writes. 
Mm. Regarding a certain comment made by a certain sister about a certain Spider-themed movie. Mm. One, ow. Yeah. I think this was written before we convinced her to change her mind. Right, right. One, ow. Two, okay. No, no, no. I think this is after because I think she watched it and now Frodo's commenting on everyone's favorite sister's reaction. Oh. I think Frodo wants her to rewatch it. Rewatch it, not watch it. Rewatch it. Yeah. All right, so first of all, ow. Second of all, okay. Even though this time I I balk, to be honest, I get it. Yes, I love animation, but I can drop the comedic righteous indignation for a moment. Impossible. You need I've a never seen it done. <laughs> She's never done it. I think she can do it. <sighs> yes. Hard task. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yes, I love animation, but I can drop the comedic righteous indignation for a moment. Yes, the animation does look choppy at parts, and I can understand why it could get that reaction, but I would urge a rewatch because that choppiness isn't only a stylistic choice, but a narratively thematic tool. For example, Mm. at the beginning of the movie, Miles, that's the main character. That's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the new. Right. The new Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. It's the modern day Peter, you might, you might, you could say. He's modern day Miles. Right. For example, at the beginning of the movie, Miles is animated on every other frame compared to the background being animated on every frame, making his motion look stilted. And this is most prominent when comparing him swinging around with Peter. That's the old Spider-Man. Yeah. Or the new Spider-Man. The the different new Spider-Man. Swinging around with Peter because the two of them are animated on frames out of sync with each other. But later on, when Miles hits his stride, he's then animated on every frame, making his motion more fluid and fluent, and him and Peter become visually in sync. The used frame rate is a dynamic artistic effect tied to the narrative. I think so much of what they did in these movies is really unprecedentedly cool. It's meaningful, it's knowing, it's clever. And it fills me with verve and exhilarated delectation. I'm going to look that up that sh- that word up after the show. Okay. All right, so I'm going to just carry on. It fills it fills me with verve and exhilarated delectation. It's fun and I adore seeing animation explored in this way. It's new and Spider-Verse so richly so richly and lovingly seeks to express the charm of actual comic books. More than merely adaptation in motion, it's an extrapolation on comic book styles and common visual devices throughout. It feels like a growth of comic books as a medium. Well said. Well said. And this, David, explains why I show up at every show with a Webster's Dictionary Mm. by my side. Yeah. Because you never know when somebody's going to throw out a word like delectation. Yeah. Or situation. Situation. Right. Or the. Right. (laughs) I'm always lost. Frodo, once again, with a, a, a banger. Drop the mic. Yeah. And it, it's interesting. She mentions that I'm pretty sure they do the reverse in Across the Spider-Verse. When he starts going against all the other Spider-Man, he becomes more out of sync with them. They're mm, animated on different cells and stuff. And that's yeah. fascinating. That's, that makes me want to rewatch it again myself. It's amazing. And it justifies how, first of all, you and I both loved this movie. Yeah. And second of all, I think you you made the comment might be the best movie you ever saw yeah 
Yeah, it's so good. It's certainly in the running. Yeah. Let's move on to our last section here. What do you, oh, well, first off, again, if you want to write in like these wonderful people right. did, podcast at pensacola.com. Right. Let's move on to our last section here. What are you doing? What are you reading? What's outside of the world of movies Ooh. for you? We've had two weeks for you to come up with something to do. Did you do anything? <laughs> no, I've been sitting here at the desk, patiently waiting for you Staring to come back. At the screen. Where is, just typed out, where is David? Question mark. <laughs> what screen? What are you talking? There's no screen here. I'm sitting here oh, at, our at our table. Yeah. <laughs> with the mics set up. Yeah. Patiently waiting. Staring at your empty headphones, which are lonely sitting on the empty side of the desk. Any minute now. He and says, he's going to come back. Drew comes in. He's like, right. where, what is going on? He'll be here. Trust me. Drew's like, you still sitting here? <laughs> you set it up and, and he'll come podcast. Right. That's, That's what I always say. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have been watching the Tour de France. Oh. I've been watching just a little bit of Wimbledon. I'm not trying to pass myself mm. off as a tennis fan, but I do. I do. I'll, I'll poke in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I also am pleased to <gasps> announce here in front of everybody. I did finish the boys in the boat. One book every three years. My What's boy. up? <laughs> How long ago did you start that? When you went to Vegas, right? I did. I started That's, it. That was even this year. Yeah. Well, shout out to my mom for yeah. first and, of all hooking me up with a book, and yeah. second of all encouraging me to what, to read it. I want to watch it now. Listen, I tell you first of all, if you're a reader, mm. I I strongly recommend this book. Yeah. This is a great book. But second of all, did you know this book's being made into a movie in 2024? I did not. So now I'm really kicking myself because I could have just waited another year and watched the damn thing. <laughs> it's good not to give you that information. I feel like I wasted hours of my life. I feel like there's a, there's a push and pull. <laughs> Penn's probably not going to read the book if it's not getting turned into a, a movie. But he's also not going to read the book if it's being turned into a movie. So either way, he's probably not, not going to read, read the, the book. book. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's about training. Of course. Right. In, in which case, I already yeah. read it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's exciting. Well, that's super exciting. I, I've been watching Secret Invasion, which I would say is honestly not the worst, but also kind of disappointing. Mm. Expect more. Yeah. But uh, this is what we're getting. So it has a lot to live up to. I've also been having my mind consecutively blown by Star Trek Strange New Worlds. My... God, this show is amazing, mm. and I cannot get over it. Mm. It's so good. Like, just dip in, my man. But you know, we don't know if you have Paramount Plus because why would you have it if you're not going to watch Star Star Trek, right? Right. But pew 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 pew. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. But it it has I it has like that sense of action, but also from the new Trek, but also the classic like moral dilemma stuff, and just like what really makes a person type of things. Oh my God, it's so good. I, I can't even. Mm. I watched two movies this week. I watched Vast of Night, which I remember we reviewed the trailer of. Mm. I don't think either of us watched it. It's on yeah, I didn't. Amazon Prime. That's the movie that mostly mostly takes place with two people like in a radio station where oh. um, it's, it's, it's really good where it's like everyone's calling in and talking about things in the sky. Mm. Are there aliens coming to oh, this small cool. town? While most everyone's at a basketball game in the small town, people who are at home keep talking about stuff going on. And the radio guy and the operator try and figure it out. Oh, that's cool. It's, it's really good. It's short, too. So, And I came into the theater. I saw Asteroid City, which oh. I, I thoroughly enjoyed. 
Um, I think it loses itself a little at the end. Like it kind of goes a little off, but um, the movie has some really like funny parts. It's very Wes Anderson. It's very colorful. If you like film and the fun of making film, mm. I think you'll enjoy this movie to see that they, it seems like they had fun mm. making this movie. Gotcha. It's not that it's like amazing cinematography or anything as much as it's just like fun shots. Right. And you're like, oh, this didn't need that to happen, but it did. And it was fun. Uh-huh. It was fun. Yeah. I there. forgot one. I, oh. yeah, my friend turned me on to a new podcast. No. Yeah. No, it's really great. Yeah. Um, it's called Who Shit on My Wedding Floor. Yes, I forgot about that too. <laughs> Did you listen to it? Yeah, I, I started it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on like episode three and it's so great. It's, it's a crime drama. But the crime is at this wedding, someone took a shit on the floor and they don't know, who, like it's years later and they're trying right. to figure out who, who did it. It's so good. Yeah. The premise is insane. Yeah. But it's great. So the two, the the, the wedding couple. Yeah. Have, they introduce, the, the detective introduces herself and then while the wedding couple's introducing themselves, they're like, and this is not an actual detective and- like just everything about it is like funny. She's like, I'm just a person, but this is my first t- case. <laughs> right. So it makes me a detective. <laughs> right. And she's like, but I did enroll in the private eye school, which from which I've received a letter of introduction. Yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems really fun and easy. And I'm looking forward to checking it. And the episodes are short. They're only like yeah. 25 minutes long. Well, the first episode is only 15. Yeah. Which is great. It's, it's, I look forward to listening to more. Yeah. So, all right, next week's Mission Impossible. Can't wait. Look, if you want to talk to us about I hope there's a train sequence. Maybe. <laughs> My question for you. Yeah. Are you going to watch it again? I am, actually. Nice. Uh, so if you want to be a part of the show, best way to do that, go ahead and email us. Right. Podcast, Podcast at pencinema.com. It's a new email. It's understandable if you didn't know it. Podcast at pencinema.com. I think it's way better than our old email. Yeah, it's leaps and bounds yeah and we'll definitely get it yeah so email us there we'll, we'll hear what you have to say but if you want to support the show mm. other than seeing us july 29th at noon at complete and box right what's the best way you could support the show well david i don't know if you've I, I mean we've actually did you see these emails as well that have been coming in from the local authorities oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we've been we've been so th- we're going to take a little different tact this week mm. we're going to ask you to stop oh. doing what you've been doing because yeah. What people have been doing is they've been going to their local libraries yeah, and they've been getting out the dictionaries mm. and flipping to the letter L and looking up the word listen. Yeah. And then really funny with like Sharpies, they're writing to the Penn Cinema podcast right. after that, which yeah. is really great, except that you have these poor kids walking around. It's, a, it's, it's really turning into a crisis right. in the educational system because you have a whole generation of children. Listening to our show. <laughs> well, the first problem is all these poor kids are listening to our show. Yeah. But the second problem is none of these kids know. <laughs> know the definition of listen. <laughs> none, of the, none of these kids know what listen means. Yeah. So, you know, give the kids a break. How are they going to yeah. ever learn if they can't look up the word listen? Right. So just stop it. All right, because we've been getting a lot of calls from the authorities asking us, please, to urge our listeners right. to stop defacing the library materials. Right. I mean, if if you're going to right. write out a separate piece of paper <laughs> right. and amend them right. and stick it in the back of the dictionary. Or you could write 
listen to the Pensino podcast and then after that write the definition of listen. Yeah. So that these poor kids on a yellow post-it yeah, note right. you've cut down from a right. two foot yellow cardboard piece of paper. Was well, there any other way to make them? No, no, no. That's how they I mean, make that's yeah. the that's standard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, once again for the Pensino podcast, I'm Dave not dead, and I'm Pen Ketchum. Take, Take care, care and party. party on. On. <laughs>